it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Hi, welcome. I'm here today with my client, Natalie. Natalie, thank you so very much for joining me today. We're going to have a little conversation about some of Natalie's history with dieting and weight and healthy eating and all of that stuff and her process and the changes that she's experienced since joining. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited that you've agreed to do this. So thank you. Thanks for inviting me, Ronnie. I'm excited too. Yeah, thanks. I know it's going to help a lot of people. I know you, you shared um, some of your story in, in our group earlier this year, and, and I know that it really inspired uh, a lot of our newer members. So I, I'm really excited because I know that this is going to inspire a lot of people and, and um, give a lot of hope to people who are where you used to be. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking yeah. of where you used to be, do you mind starting maybe just, just back there? Like, do you remember before you started this process, what, uh, you know, where you started then, what life was like back then? So, um, before I started the process, I had, um, gone on another weight loss journey and lost another, how many, how many of those have you done? <laughs> well, I've lost count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, this particular one was initiated by a diagnosis of diabetes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I went forward and I, um, you know, I thought I was doing all the right things. I spent my time with my dietitian, et cetera, et cetera. And anyway, as time went by, um, the gate, the weight began to come back. Right. As it does. um, As it does. (laughs) And, um, I was fighting that I was fighting it really hard, um, and I knew that this went beyond uh, like food type of thing. I needed help. And my, my, my physician even suggested that I would get um, some support mm-hmm. uh, in different area than, um, you know, through a dietitian type of thing. And so at that point I had discovered, well, I had known actually uh, about your program and then I, you know, revisit it and as luck would have it at that time, you were starting a new, um, new uh, course and whatever yeah. else like that. And, uh, um, so I joined, mm-hmm. um, because at that point in time, um, I just knew, I knew that like, I just have done this so many times I needed to get to the real root mm-hmm. of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a diet wasn't yeah. going to fix yeah. that yeah yeah and so at that time I was um I was feeling a lot of uh anxiety and my uh, doctor had prescribed me anxiety medication mm-hmm. to help anxiety with over the- over the weight the the weight coming back and the food issue well you know at the first of it I didn't accept that that's what it was I right. blamed it on everything else in my life right yeah. until I started to really 
um, understand mm-hmm. what was with me. Um, and then I realized that the anxiety and the depression um, lived in this battle that yeah. I was having with myself every single day. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, so then I, I decided that uh, it would take a new route mm-hmm. and, um, you know, join with you and uh, yeah. try to work through. Yeah. Which and, we and did. And I remember, I remember when you first joined, uh, I mean, every client I've ever worked with always has all kinds of rules that they've been trying to follow around the food that they eat. But I think... <laughs> I think when you shared some of yours, I think they might've been the most about, I even did a podcast episode on some of your food rules because there were so many rules. Do you remember some of the the rules that you had made about food and where they came from, obviously? Yeah, well, and and all I did was simply when we had a conversation one day about um, my restrictions and my rules and everything else like that, I just went out to my kitchen. Yeah took a pen and paper and I just went through my my pantry I went through my fridge I didn't even step outside my door into what I would eat beyond the walls of my own home and I had a list everything I actually so even long. you know I even wouldn't allow myself to drink tea I've yeah. been drinking tea since I can remember in the morning and mm-hmm. I would have a teaspoon of honey in it mm-hmm. but honey was off limit yeah that was sugar <laughs> you can't have food. that <laughs> So for two years, so every piece of food had a rule on it, mm. but I didn't, re- I didn't realize that it was a rule. Yeah. I thought that was a normal way of thinking that people that were trying to control their weight. Yeah. Had to have rules. This is the healthy way to do it, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm being active in trying to fix my problem by yes. having all these rules. And uh, you know what? I, I couldn't believe yeah. the list when I finished it was it was yeah yeah so you're you know you're trying to do all of the things you're you think you're supposed to be doing to eat healthy um but how healthy was it really so can we talk a little bit about you know when you started digging into the all of the rules that you had around food can you talk a little bit about what you started noticing about how those food rules made you feel and then the behaviors that would result from them what did you start noticing about that well, at the point that I came um, into your life, I was in a full restrict and binge cycle. Yeah. And those restrictions definitely triggered yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, the, the rules were just overwhelming. They were, you know, exhausting because every time you put food in your mouth, which as humans, we do a lot in the run of a day yeah. or a week. And there was rules. And if it was a rule that I was breaking, Mm -hmm. then would be negative self-talk and Mm -hmm. even punishment toward myself because I'd be angry at myself. I'd be disappointed. I'd be, you know, enraged. And then if I followed the rules, by the end of the day, I was so hungry, Mm -hmm. so restricted, I'd go into a full-blown binge. Yeah, 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 yeah with a promise that tomorrow would be the better day that I'd follow the rules better or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, promises that I'd make myself that. Oh, just, as we all do. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and every time you break those promises, it only adds to your suffering. 
because now you're letting yourself down more, which means you want to, you know, be more angry with yourself or stricter with yourself. For... Yeah. 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 So healthy. And, right? and that's. And know, then we wonder why we're yeah, anxious and depressed. <laughs> 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 really, though, right? Yeah. It's just. Yeah, because my anxiety and depression didn't start until after I lost the weight and was trying to follow all the rules, too. That's when mine started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and we, right. we blame her. We don't see that. We blame ourselves for that, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so as time went on and I started to and, and it seems like a simple thing when you say it out loud mm -hmm. that I recognized that I was doing that and that it was unhealthy rather yeah. than that was normal. That was mm -hmm. what you expected yourself to do. That's what a good dieter does. Right? <laughs> not even a good dieter, <laughs> even a good healthy eater, like because like you said in the beginning that yeah. I was trying to do what I was supposed to do for my health. I was trying to do what exactly. I was taught I was supposed to do for my health. This is what I was taught I needed to do for my health. I needed to control my intake. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's where it went. And the problem, um, you know, once I realized it and I could see it mm -hmm. in my mind, not that it happened in one day over yeah. time, it took me, you know, yeah. but when I realized and understood what I was actually doing to myself, mm -hmm allowed me the, the, the ability to say to myself that, you know what, you, you can't do that anymore to yourself because it's making your problem worse. Yeah. And understanding that it was built off of diet industry telling yeah. us constantly what to do. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, so, you know, you wanted to believe them They're you know, obviously they must know something we don't know. So yeah, they have the secret. So we latch on to that and we run with it. And mm. um, yeah, so it destroyed my mental health and it destroyed, yeah. um, you know, even to the point where, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night mm -hmm. after a binge, angry again, mm -hmm. and said, that's it. I'm going to go get weight. I was on uh, Messenger, messaging a family member who had it, wait, another family three. member who went to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go cut myself apart to try to fix whatever it was that was broken. And, yeah. you know, and that works for some people and everything. It depends on your situation, depends on who you are. That's fine. I'm not judging anyone that has done that. But for me, my situation was, was, you know, my thinking. I remember um, when I remember when you shared your story in in the group and you talked about that moment when when you you were so desperate you were looking for the weight loss surgery and you said you said something that really like just like my heart it just was like oh you said um kind of what you just said there I I was, that was it. I was going to cut that part of me out, that broken part of me out. It, I, it was the only thing that I could think of to fix the problem, just cut the brokenness out of me. And oh, even now, when I think about it, that just, it breaks my heart that, that we oh, can feel too. that way, that we can feel like there's this piece of us that's so broken that, and that the only way to fix it is to just cut this brokenness out. It just that really like, that was a powerful statement, but you didn't there go, was, that, go that route, thankfully. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. Um, you doubled down and, on your, your efforts here and you worked really, really hard. 
Yeah. And even at that time that I was, you know, in that desperate moment of the, considering the weight loss surgery, I said to my doctor, uh, mm -hmm. because she was really good to stay in touch with me because mm -hmm. she knew that this struggle was, that's one thing that I do um, see. I have a, a younger doctor and mm -hmm. weight is no longer, uh, you know, just move more, eat less mm -hmm. type of, she's yeah. very supportive through this process and um, very encouraging and non-judgmental. So I really appreciated her mm -hmm. being that way too. But I also, at that point in time, I said to her, I said, I just don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. If I have to continue to live like this, I don't want to live. Yeah. And, oh. and I meant that I meant that. And um, so, you know, it was a real, I think that was a real pivotal moment for me because I was at the make it or break it point that mm -hmm. I had to dig in deeper to what we were working on. Yeah. Um, or give up on myself again. <laughs> and, and so I didn't, deeper. I dug in deeper. I dug in a lot deeper. It's, and, it's uh, like when you, when you said that, um, you know, when you said that, if I, if I have to keep living like this, I, I, it's, it's, I don't want to do it. It, I felt that in my chest because I remember feeling that way too. I used to, I can remember saying that to my therapist, like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I cannot, yeah. it's, it's soul crushing. <laughs> like it's killing me. I cannot do this anymore. I need, yeah. I need to do something. And I think that that's the point we have to get to. We have to get to the point where if this is all there is, then I, it's, like, I can't, this cannot be all there is to life. There's got to be a better way to live. And so, uh, while I, it, it hurts my heart that you got to that stage. Uh, I am glad that you did because you did redouble your efforts. You worked really, really hard. Um, and I know that it was not always easy and it was scary at times, but what was that experience like? And what are, what's, what's life like now? Like what's changed since then? So my process was a long one. So we started, <laughs> you and I started together and took a while. Was it, was it, um, October of 2019 or I 2020? Don't Maybe remember. 2020. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. And I it's think then. 2022 now, right? So yeah. we've been together for a long time. So just mm -hmm. so that people know that this is not something you should like some people it's quick. But yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've had some clients yeah. go through the, the initial process and come out the other side and just be like, that was amazing. I can't believe how quick it worked and everything's wonderful. Other yeah. clients take longer and, you know, everybody's different. <laughs> and I always joke, and I probably joked with you, if you remember when you joined, no matter how long you take, you'll get there faster than I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You did say that. I remember. Yeah. And I also remember teasing you saying that I will, I'll be the go, the one that's around for a long, long time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I knew, I yeah. knew that I, I had a lot to work through yeah. and, um, and I was prepared to do that. And, mm -hmm. uh, not that, like you say, sometimes I wanted to give up because it was really hard. Yep. Um, so right now, um, you know, another, um, turning point for me was the ability to give myself permission. Mm -hmm. um, giving myself permission to take the clothing that no longer fit me out of my closet yeah. because that also was a form of punishment every day going in and 
wishing I could either wear them or trying them on and they don't fit or they, yeah. they're too tight or whatever. I removed them from my, my closet and I went out and bought clothing that actually fit. Yeah. And I dressed myself the way I want it without rules mm. on that. Meaning that, you know, um, it didn't have to be an oversized shirt to try to hide yeah. something. Have to be a pair of pants that weren't tights type of thing. So mm-hmm. I got beyond all of those things and um, dressed myself the way I wanted. And then we were going on a trip last mm-hmm. fall to uh, Jamaica. And so, you know, every trip you ever take is, well, before I leave, I want to lose <laughs> some weight. And at, at that point, when we booked it in the summer, um, you know, those thoughts, they still exist for me, mm-hmm. but I recognize them yeah. now. And instead of acting on them, I ask myself, is this, is this going to serve me in any way? Yeah. And so I said to myself, no, it's not, I'm not ready or in a place where weight loss can live in my life. Mm. Um, But I want to go on a trip with my husband and my friends and I deserve to go and have fun. It doesn't matter what size I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I'm going. And so I gave myself that permission to go there. And so once I did it and I allowed myself these things, it seemed like I was really starting to gain traction Yeah, in my, in my life type of thing that, you know, um, you don't have to punish yourself anymore by not going on the trip or not wearing the clothes that you want. Um, I can live my life exactly the way I want yeah. today in the body that I have. Oh, so, so good. Right. Yeah. Um, and not that everything's perfect right now. I still am working on things. Yep. But do I wake up in the middle of the night, Googling (laughs) weight loss surgery? No. (laughs) Um, I'm not no longer on, um, depression medication Mm. because I didn't need that anymore. I was, yeah. I was working through my issues and I wasn't, you know, rather mm-hmm. be dead than yeah. live this life. That, that doesn't exist for me anymore. I don't have anxiety medication anymore. So there's a lot of, um, you know, in that, that regard, um, changes you didn't even expect, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you know, and I live my days now with, um, and you've often asked us like, what do you need today? Yeah. How do you feel today? And those things never occurred to me to ask, you know, you just got up and it was, you know, you, you just go forward and you Time just to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. And, um, and as an example today, I woke up today and I didn't have a good sleep last night. Mm-hmm. And so I said to myself, I'm going to be hungrier today mm-hmm. than I usually am because I'm tired. Yeah. And that is why I'm going to feel like that. Mm. And so um, what I'm going to do this afternoon is I'm going to lay down because if, you know, if I do that, yeah, I'm going to feel horrible all day. And if yeah. I couldn't do it, that's fine too. I would consciously decide that I'm going to bed early tonight, that yeah. extra hour, whatever I have to oh. do to look after me. That's so good. Um, so that's how my mind you know, works now and Mm -hmm. around food, there's no restrictions, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that I want. I don't binge anymore. Um, and even my, 
snacky overeating episodes mm-hmm. and stuff like that they are they are lessening all the time yeah because I am practicing the stop mm-hmm. um did it this morning actually I had mm-hmm. some breakfast and then around a half an hour later or so I was like oh, I'm hungry and, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of sat with myself and I said no I said to myself this morning I had a bad sleep I knew mm-hmm. this was going to happen so I got up and I had a piece of fruit and then I moved on um, from that rather mm-hmm. than just sitting on the couch, digging into whatever yeah, and letting that be my day type yeah. of thing, right? Mm. So there's an understanding yeah. in my mind now of what's happening to me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. When I'm in those moments. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been starting so, to move your body more just for the sake of moving yes, your body. And you've been working on your relationship with yeah. exercise as well much healthier yeah so um I I just if I'm today I'm tired I will not make any effort to do that if I have a good sleep tonight and tomorrow I wake up and I want to I will yeah um you know and it's just basically that's okay exactly 100% and it's and the only thing I'm trying to kind of figure out right now with the movement thing is something that's fun Mm-hmm. that's what I really want to find is something that I enjoy. I like going for walks. I do yeah. enjoy that. Not in the winter when it's colder, but um, <laughs> something else. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So imagine, you know I mean? imagine, because I guess my thinking of exercise. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the way that you approach it is changing because before it was punishment, right? Punishment to try to lose weight. Yes. Yeah. And now what can I do? Yeah. That's fun. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the point. Let's yeah. just ha- let's just make it be something that helps me feel better and that I genuinely just enjoy. Imagine that. Who'd have thought that was possible yeah. a few years ago? <laughs> exactly. And it's not about how many calories burned. It's not about how yeah. much time spent. It is about, you know, when I think of exercising of, you know, um, the action of that, it's more to... I think like, it's good for my heart. It's good for my strength. And just like looking after my body, not Mm -hmm. about, oh, well then, you know, that's another X amount of pounds lost in the run of a month or that's, it has nothing to do with weight. It has everything to do with my well being and looking after my body. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Feels good. Yeah. One last thing to have a rule on. Yes. Yeah. So many rules. (laughs) So what would you say to somebody else uh, who somebody who's out there right now that might be watching this, who is where you were before starting this work, maybe the night you were searching for Mexico for the trip to Mexico for the (laughs) surgery, like what would you say to somebody who's out there right now and who is still in that before and still in that struggle? What would you say to them Mm -hmm. just in general and, and about this process? Well, I would, I would say to them that there is a way to feel better. Mm. Don't give up that you deserve to have peace in your life Mm. on all levels. So, you know, um, don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed to reach Mm. out. 
you know, that's another thing that I was leery on. Oh my gosh, I gotta get on these yeah. calls with these gals. And all of a sudden you're like, you're friends forever and whatever. And it just <laughs> felt so natural. It felt so good. And it felt, it felt like it was safe. Yeah. It was safe to say everything and anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to hide anymore. So don't, don't, don't think that there's nowhere to be mm-hmm. or no one that can help reach out just you know you've tried everything else if you've tried mm-hmm. everything else try this yeah and um and don't give up because like I said to you there was lots of times I wanted to give up yeah. it was easier to give up than it was to keep going and dig and de- dig and and work the process right yeah some days some days it can feel easier right but the reality is when we think about it it's really actually not easier because when we give up we just stay in that that cycle of just like I can't live like this yeah yeah so but it can it can feel easier sometimes because because sometimes you know diving into some stuff can be scary so um but but worth it yeah yeah and so that's what I would say to anyone that that's there because every one of our situations is unique but the same at the same time and that desperation I think is what is the same for all of us that Mm -hmm. are struggling in these ways yeah um and just do it and be patient be patient I am the most stubborn human being (laughs) I am me too and yeah. And I just like, you know what I mean? But once I started turning that corner and yeah. really getting there, it, it's, it feels good. Mm-hmm. And even though I still have work to do, I'm okay with that. That's, yep. that's good. That's fine. But I can see that I'm great gaining my traction all throughout this and that um, I feel so much different mm. every day of my life that I would never want to go back to living Mm. in that mindset that I was in digging for where can I get that cut out of Mm. me yeah oh that was so beautiful thank Mm -hmm. you Natalie oh you're welcome thank you so much for joining me and thank you for being so willing to share this because I, I I you know you talked about you know, the fear of talking about our stuff and whatever in the group calls. And, and uh, I know that, that it's not always easy. So thank you for being willing to share, for having the courage, because I know that, that there's going to be somebody that watches this, that's going to hear your story and that's going to feel so much hope and that's going to, they're just going to feel seen and they're going to be feel heard for perhaps the first time. And just, that in itself is like throwing somebody a life jacket when they feel like they're drowning. So thank you so much for being willing to join me and do this today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being part of my journey. Until next time. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.